So I've been to jail six times, uh, three DUIs, pending felonies, underage drinking, fighting. I think when people are like, oh, he went to jail once, he's okay. Uh, second time, uh, third time, you know, he's not gonna make it. The fourth time, okay, he's done. The fifth time, like, people just quit talking to me. And then the sixth time, they're like, it's over for you, buddy. There's no hope. It was a rough childhood, um, just being bullied a lot, you know, inside of school, um, with my parents being divorced when I was one years old. Uh, they moved from Louisiana. My mom, you know, brought me to Tennessee. And then um, at six years old, I got a phone call and I found out my dad committed suicide. Um, he was in a hotel room in Florida. That was rough. And then um, just being bullied a lot, you know, I had big ears, you know, in school and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people go through bullying and um, it's so tough. And you can say there's so much mental programs and so much help out there, but it's hard for people to actually go out there and want to reach out and want to go do that. You know, there is so many programs, right? But when you're going through a tough age in life, like in your youth and what I was going through, you can have all these people all day long say these things and read these books and do all this stuff. You know what I mean? And you're like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And you're not gonna take the time to go do it because you're just mentally not there maybe to want to change your life or, or to go down that path. So you just keep dealing with it, whether it's abuse or whatever like that. Of course, that led into all my fighting and alcohol and partying, living the thug life. I wanted the, the yachts in Miami and big pimping and, you know, the girls and the, the yacht, all that stuff. You know, that's what I thought I wanted. It was MTV. It was all these rappers. My friends were thugs. So that's who I thought I was because that's my programming every single day. Being a person that is easily susceptible, you're vulnerable to things like that. So when you got a friend and you don't know anybody or you're looking for someone to love you or a friendship, and you know whether it's a bad friend or a good friend or a thug or a gang member, whatever like that, like you tend to be drawn to that because you feel that love. And that's what I felt for my friends, you know? We weren't like a real gang, we were like a wannabe gang, um, but we had, um, you know, all of us, we didn't put up with anything. We'd drive around the outlet mall looking for fights. It was like, I'm programmed, that's who I am, you know? And, and then when I decided I didn't like it anymore, I felt stuck in it, and then I wanted to commit suicide, you know? And suicidal thoughts, my dad committed suicide when I was six years old, and uh, just sitting there not wanting a lifestyle, being bullied and all that other stuff, um, I, was, I was ready to go. But I read this book, and uh, it's called The Four Agreements. And what it's about is once you learn to control your brain, not let your brain control you, is when you move to the next level in life. So when I read this book and I start crying and I was laying on my couch, I'm like, this isn't me anymore. I said, I'm done with that old life, you know? I quit hanging around with those friends, um, the bad influences. I quit going to the club. I'm getting chill bumps right now. But I quit going to all that. And I was like, no matter what, I sat in my bed on Friday and Saturday nights while all my friends were like, let's go, let's go. I sat there and watched a movie because I was ready to change my whole lifestyle. And now I get to become who I want to become. And the book only got me so far when I read that. And then here comes the attacks and the devil and all that. But it's not until I found God, you know, I found Jesus and my salvation and giving my life to Christ is when my life flipped 180. Man, I was so much happier after I did all that. And then that's when I found my wife. Destiny was this woman at church 
that told Laura to come to my event. Um, it, we had like a live band and stuff like that. So she came to the event and um, I looked at her and the Holy Spirit said, that's the one. And I've already felt the Holy Spirit before that. And um, said, that's the one. And I just couldn't take my eyes off of her all night. Talked to her and here we are, you know, 13 years later. So I thought the, um, the lowest point of my life was, you know, maybe when my dad committed suicide or, you know, when I was a teenager and I had suicidal thoughts. Um, but actually it was not having money um, to provide for my family and put food on the table. And as a father, that crushed me. I mean, it crushed me. And all that stuff, you know, earlier in my life doesn't compare. Broke my leg or, you know, injured my foot. My other one got injured too. I was doing real estate at the time and I had to walk, you know, a lot. To do real estate, you gotta show homes and stuff like that and I couldn't do it. I had four bank accounts, a couple more business, all were negative. So I had $5, like in one account, and then I had, um, the rest of the four accounts were negative. It was the scariest time. We were pawning old cell phones and iPads and stuff like that just to buy food, to put on the table. I had like a hundred bucks in my account and then it went down to like 20 bucks. And my daughter loves Cocoa Krispies. She wanted me to go buy her a box of Cocoa Krispies and I couldn't afford it. So all I could afford was the off-brand, the Publix brand of Cocoa Krispies. But she ate the cereal and she said, Daddy, these aren't Cocoa Krispies. And it broke my heart. My wife was filling out paperwork to file bankruptcy, car getting repoed, all this debt and all that. And God says, would you still trust me? Long story short, we got through it. Had next year, had the best year ever of our life. Blessings are coming left and right. And Anthony, will you sell our house? Will you do this? I'm like, what? Like, I went from last year this to like this. And I felt like it was God putting me through this on a purpose to help other people. And um, I made a promise to my daughter when I turned 40 um, that I was gonna go after my ultimate dream. I've been putting it off and putting it off. My daughter looked at me at the beginning of this year. She said, Daddy, she said, you said when you turn 40, you're going to be a motivational speaker. So here I am. Let's do it. <laughs>